0: Let me tell you how it will be. We'll all catch up on the books you see. Cause it's the X-Men. Yeah, it's the X-Men. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Episode 282, I believe. And it's an X Men show, as you just heard, where I'm going to be going through Hellions, and then me and Ruben will be going through the Sword issue. That is the King and Black Tie Sword number three that I keep promising that me and Ruben will go through, and we finally keep that promise. But before we do that, let me tell you where you can find us. You can go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. You follow us there. We'll follow you back. You can talk to us, all that sort of thing, and we can talk to you. And I like to check out what other people are doing while they check out what we're doing. Also go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com, previews, news and reviews over there. And then if you want to get more and more shows, go over to our Patreon to help us out at Patreon.com slash science, where you'll get a plethora of shows, including the big one that kind of goes with this, is our Marvel Patreon-only spotlight that we do, Every, every week, Wednesday And it is picked by the badasses of the get-fresh Hey-hoo-hoo, there you go And this coming up week, it looks like it's going to be Nonstop Spider-Man and Deadpool Dirty 30 So if you wanted to listen to those, go over I believe me and Brandone will be talking about both of those books on our spotlight If they end up winning, there's still a day or so To vote But with all of that, also, maybe I'll even mention another thing. Uh, Me and my man Luke Hollywood have started up our manga podcast, the Weird Science Manga Podcast. So in, in case you might be a manga fan or something, you can check that out and go over to that Twitter, which is at Weird Manga. Again, follow us. We'll follow you back. But you can check out our podcast at The whole Weird Science Manga podcast. Look it up in your player and things like that. I just like to push it out there since we just started a couple weeks ago. But all that said and done, let's get on to the books. And we're going to start with me talking a little Hellions. Hellions number 10 in a messed up issue. A messed up issue with Arcade. Uh, and a lot of times, Arcade ends up coming off kind of as a joke or a side guy. Especially like recently, he was barely in it, but he was part of that whole Black Widow, let's take her mind away deal. But this, this Arcade, and this Arcade's scary. I mean, this Arcade is messed up. So we're gonna go, and this is Hellion's number ten. And Hellion's number ten's written by Zeb Well, Stephen Segovia on art or Stephen. Segovia. Colors by David Coriel, Letters by VCs Ariana Mayer. Uh, And it's and Sinister is the uh, title of this one. Surprise, surprise. Mr. Sinister has managed to drag the Hellions into his mess after a back alley deal with Mastermind ended with him being double-crossed and kidnapped by Arcade. Using Sinister's bait, Mastermind falsified a mission from the Quiet Council that led the Hellions into an ambush and trapped them in their own individual fantasies. Separated from their teammates And cut off from Krakoa It couldn't get any worse, right? Uh, well, it, it does get worse And it gets to be, speaking of back alley Back alley dentistry uh Just awful things That starts out with arcade They're, you know, kind of messing With Sinister Strapped down to a crazy Arcade-esque wheelchair Type deal Uh While you end up having arcade Just keep talking, hey, I'm gonna smack Sinister, right upside his beautiful face Confirm? Confirmed And it's going with the deal because he wants to keep making sure That this is in actuality, reality that is happening He ends up having a off-location deal That will confirm everything he's doing And it's a funny interplay with him and Sinister As Sinister's just like, hey, get this creepy jerk off me, confirmed And then at one point even calls him Chucky But things like that, and you have this other Uh, Should I confirm that Arcade's like no What are you stupid no you don't confirm Anything that Sinister says But really all this issue Really really comes down to As a plot progression deal Is that you have Arcade He has his murder world right He likes to do murder world things and with that He needs people to kind of inhabit that And kind of do some things and run his little Fun house of horror type deal And so he ends up wanting Sinister to make him clones And he, you know, is there. He has Mastermind who has duped Sinister and even says to Sinister, I just ended up duping you before you duped me. You know, it's the double, triple crisscross applesauce here. And you would have done the same thing. So stop your nonsense. And, And with all of that, though, you wonder where the Hellions team is because they were drawn there on a again, a dupe. They got tricked as well. And they are now in the mind of the fantasy world of their own doing here uh that mastermind has set them up in and it's almost like a a black mercy type deal if you are a DC comics fan as well um but the the fun though to me is really just how horrific arcade is but also just how crazy the reactions are from sinister and even at the point where uh, bad things are happening to him and are going to get worse and um, you end up having him because of this confirmed and back and forth with Arcade. He's like, we sound like we're two truckers here. You know, we're, we're hauling logs or something. And we're on the CBs. What do we got ourselves a convoy or something here? And it's pretty funny. He's like, Roger, Roger out. Uh, and that's fun. The, the idea, though, that arcade decides, yeah, um, it's not fun for you to just give in. Because really, if you end up coming down to the, the you know, the gist of it. You don't really have to push Sinister that much To get him to make you a clone army of any sort And stuff like that He will do this In fact, you just kind of pay him Or, you know, give him a favor to him yourself He'll he'll just do it um, But that's not fun for arcade And again, this is a really, really, you know Over-the-top horrific arcade A demented arcade And just bad uh, And even with that Makes jokes, and there are jokes throughout this that are like, oh, what do you you think we're going to have your your fellow hellions in, like, the pinball machines? Which is kind of the play on when he first came about, and that's kind of a funny deal because, yeah, back in the day when he's having the X-Men run around in a pinball machine, it might have been scary for them in the pinball machine as you have the pinball coming at them and stuff, uh, But that but that doesn't really inspire fear. Or anything, this does Zeb Wells really taps into a horror type deal And vibe with this all And then with that On top, almost like the icing on the horrific cake You end up seeing the individual Hellions And you get to see their hopes and dreams You have stolen my dreams You, you get to see what would be their nice little reality And, and with that, some of it's really bad I mean, you end up empaths real reality that he likes. It is pretty awful itself. But, you know, you start with Psylocke and she is just in and it says room three Psylocke, compassion. Uh, And she is in this, you know, dream world here in her mind being set up by mastermind. Remember that she has her kids. She's walking. Everything's fine. She's making dinner. I mean, it's so nice. And you do end up realizing with this. And really, that whole thing, daughter thing, even comes off of the Fallen Angels book into this stuff like that, that you end up where Zeb you know, Wells has done a really good job of having this team book and having fun with it. And, you know, even if things aren't exactly, quote unquote, fun, but you haven't really been able to step back and have individual moments with these characters that are often... Really looked at as push aside characters, especially now with this landscape of the X books, where you have so many books going on and so many things that it's so nice to see these, you know, personal moments and in a way that is horrific on the outside, but is giving you, you know. A little bit more to the characters and seeing, you know, what, you know, you see Psylocke there with the kid and she's going and realizing that this would be something that she would love. And we're used to Psylocke, you know, slicing and dicing. And yet she would rather be slicing and dicing up fish for dinner, making it there and going. And then in the meantime, you see, uh, John Greycrow, who is there and he ha he's at war. He's there and again, having almost like a flashback, but it starts off good. Because he has saved his Troop they're all patting him on the back But it, it ends up where When these things go wrong You get the real realities Of things mixing in with What the dreams would have them Break out and then you're going to get You know the atrocities of war and things That would loom on John Gray Crow. You end up with him, Matthew, I'm telling you, he's just eating. Ends up where his mom's like, you know, hey, uh, we have all of your victims, anybody you cause pain to. And even says when they're talking and he's like, yeah, you know, I don't like the vegetables. He's eating candy and stuff at dinner. He's using his hands. He's doing whatever he wants. And then, oh, well, well, watch out there, uh, uh, Manuel. Y- you end up where you remember what the dentist said. If you eat too much candy, he's like, yeah, yeah, he said I'd get the drill. But then I changed his mind and I made him put the drill to himself. I'm like, oh, empath, you are awful. And, and so you end up with the whole deal of, uh well, these are all the people that you cause pain. All of your victims have all lined up and the table gets real long. It's like a real horrific scene where all these people are there and you're expecting like, oh, my God, I, I actually do have a conscience. And I do. No, he's like, this is awesome. And so you're like, ooh, that that's not really but again, this isn't necessarily there by mastermind to, you know, teach lessons. This is just to make sure that they're docile, that they're happy in their their own realities here. And, and yeah, and that's awful. Uh you end up having Wild Child kind of jump in between a fight with Sabretooth and Wolverine. And Sabertooth and Wolverine run. They end up running away because they're scared of uh, you know, they're they're just scared of Wild Childs. So like, oh my God, Wild Child's the badass, and I'm running away. So, you know, he's all happy with that. And then you end up seeing Nanny and Orphan Maker in the protection of room, room one, where you end up having Nanny having all these kids all around. Oh my god, I love you all. You're my babies, oh my god, you're my dearest babies. And then you end up having Orphan maker like uh, you know what about me oh, oh I love you too my big Boy and then you end up having the other Orphan maker there's two orphan Makers there because of the new deal actually came out I'm Like oh my god this is great Who's hungry and you kind of get that deal Where it does while you can't see Emotions it looks like orphan makers like What the heck is going on uh, And then you go off to Havoc Who gets to have a little Kissy kissy smoochy time uh, With Madeline Pryor And even if you didn't know prior to prior, that's kind of a pun, but even had this at the beginning of the Hellions run, his love for Madeline and wanting to be with her and all that stuff that went wrong. But here it is, you know, he could fulfill that. Now, the problem is when you pull out to the reality you're having and you see that Arcade, also Miss Locke and Sinister are watching all these things, watching the individual hellions in their rooms. And, and unfortunately, this one has havoc uh, with a robot that he thinks there is Madeline, and he's going to town. He's starting to smooch and starting to go. And Sinister's just like, I don't want to see this. And it's funny because Arcade makes it seem like he thinks, oh, you don't want to see your team have problems. You want to. No, he's like, no, no, no. I don't want to see anything with havoc in this robot. Please turn my chair around. It's pretty funny. Uh, and then you just go from there, and and the big thing here is again, I said, sinister agrees. You, you want okay, just whatever you, you want. These clones, this clone deal that you want to mess with, fine. I'll make them. I'll go to the farm. I'll, I'll I'll grow you some clones. And our kids like, no, 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 that's not fun. Like that's not what I, I, I want to see. the The hard part. I want to see you have, you know. The will of steel that I can't break. I mean, please, I want to do this. I want to torture this out of you. And he's like, you don't need to do that. I'm going to help you. No, no, no. What we're going to do is we're going to have some some dentistry. And he just ends up grabbing tools and just ripping teeth out of sinister and even says, "Okay, I'm going to grab these tools that I really don't know how to use. I'm going to do some dentistry that I didn't train for. So let's rip out some teeth. As you then go back to the individual, you know, dream worlds of the characters as they start figuring things out. And the Psylocke one is, it's its sad because she's there and she's having the greatest of times. They end up finishing the meal and she's giving the little girl her dessert. And then she says, hey, uh, what's your name? And the little girl's like, uh, I'm your sweetness, mama. And already Psylocke realizes this is a dupe. It's not real the sad look Of her of the mind deal there Where she's just like your name And then the little girl gets sad And says I don't know and then Selick says where am I uh, I don't know and then you End up having the Like horrific ghost Of it's the actual Psylocke Who's coming in trying to get her mind Back here it's the one that is tied to The, the bed and things Breaks in and they start fighting And then you end up having Psylocke Yell out telepathically to John Grey who then kind of pops Out of his dream in the dream but he Comes he, he's now aware of what's Going on he's like well, what's going on Where am I and his fellow You know unit his soldiers that Were with him that they said oh man you saved Me they're like what, what are you doing Don't you remember you saved our ass you did it You're a hero you killed all The enemies and he's like my enemies and looks Just people and Things and he's like I don't even Know them oh my god where am i and they actually in this then attack him then you end up where you have empaths who who thought it was so great oh this will be great i mean this is awesome all the people i hurt in one place i mean this is pretty cool and then realizes when they start getting sharp knives and axes and sticks and stones the one guy i think has a chainsaw and they're like by the way um your powers don't work in here. You, you can't control our minds. You can't make us think anything, but you know what works? The chainsaw. We, we just fueled this up. It works pretty good. So does this knife and this katana, this axe. The so one guy has a cleaver, and they're like these do, and then he's like, "Oh my God!" And he starts yelling, and then you just go quickly through things with it, where all of a sudden, with Wild Child, you end up having, you know, the whole deal Wolverine saber to not fighting back. Then you end up having Madeline Pryor pretty much with a dog collar and chain around Havoc. So that's not working out. You end up having this horrific Psylocke chasing Psylocke through the woods. That didn't work out. You end up having John Cricot being eaten by what appears to be demons and vampires of those people that were quote unquote the enemy. That didn't work either. And you end up having the new nanny getting separated from Uh, From Orphan Maker So uh, all these things aren't working out In the way that this is breaking them Out of this deal Now it ends without them fully broken out Though they're having problems Because then you get the alert like Hey we're having problems in these rooms The things are going And yeah you end up having Then just a blood soaked Arcade just looks awful And he says I had to make you desperate to earn your release Enthusiastic to provide your help you understand? Now, you end up having just the, just awful, sinister, like, yes, yeah, sh- yes, yeah, sh- I understand. He can't even talk. But then Arcade digs in more. What was that? Try again. Confirmed. And he's like, okay, now we're partners. Let's play. And he's just blood-soaked. And it's just awful. He does look like Chucky a bit. Uh, but, yeah, that ends it. And it's, it's again, it's like a horror show, but also giving you those personal moments, at least a little glance of what, you know, is important to the Hellions and what they might want and what they do wish would happen, things like that. And those things always do end up, you know, giving you the glimpse in. We recently had it in the regular books where you ended up having Black Cat in the King and Black deal where she could have accepted her her wildest dreams and become a goddess and all these things like that. And you end up seeing what she might want, like her father back and things like that, and then pull it out where she didn't want it. And that gives you more character moments. So this did give the Hellion some character moments In, in a book that hasn't really been that much, you know, personal look into the, it's, it's been a lot of like in your face action and humor, things like that. Um, But, yeah, this this is pretty good While you, you know, some people might take pleasure In watching Mr. Sinister get his as well But, yeah, it ups the any for arcade And your yeah, your grandfather's arcade here This is like, you know, do you want to play a game Freaking jigsaw arcade crazy So, yeah, I liked it I liked it. It, it It's not, you know, a 10 out of 10 perfect deal But I liked it enough to give it an 8 I might even be able to be convinced to go an 8-5 And the first time Read it a couple of times. The first time I read it, I was kind of like, Ew, you know, on the surface, it's kind of an awful, you know, you know, squirmy, cleasy type deal. But then once I kind of got away from the arcade stuff as much and went to what the Hellions were going through, I did like it a little more. So screw it. Let's go 8.5. Right? right. Let's all gather together, hold hands and give it an 8.5 because that's what I'm all about. Right. But we're going to go up now for me and Ruben, Ruben, to talk about sword number three. And, yeah, it's a long time coming. We haven't talked. It came out, you know, quite some time, three or so weeks ago. It is a king in black tie. And, and the deal. Ruben hasn't read any king in black, and he liked it for the sword stuff. I liked it for the sword stuff as well, amazingly, because I haven't really been digging the sword book. But I was intrigued by the ending to see where it leads to when we get back to sword number four in a couple of weeks and the whole King and Black stuff. So let's go off. I don't know why I'm telling you exactly a synopsis of what you're going to listen to now, but we're going to go off now to see and hear and play and dance. Me and Ruben talking about sword number three. All right, and here I am with my man Ruben. How you doing, Ruben? Hey, Jim. I
1: imagine better than you, but... You're still recording?
0: And I'm still recording. Yes, that is uh, recovery is what it is, not recording. And we're here. And the, this is the thing with SWORD, number three, something that came out about a month ago. And I kept saying, me and Ruben are going to be doing it. Me and Ruben are going to be doing it. Well, we're finally able to do it. And luckily, oh, yeah. it's, it's just a King and Black tie-in anyway, and a character study, as you said right before we started so it, it's not necessarily something that you know you had to get to that week. Uh, this is how I'm trying to justify that we took really, so right. long. And I'm still and not even is,
1: reading King and Black. So
0: yeah, and I am. It doesn't so I will, doesn't seem like I anything happened in you, here that was no, key to nothing. the King in <laughs> Black story. <laughs> the problem is a lot of the things <laughs> that have had this problem. A lot of the now there are specific you know tie-ins, one-shots, things like that that get to. You know the King and Black thing a little bit quicker, um but this boy it's it's taken its time, and then you're starting like at first, people oh my god the the series just started and it's tying into King of in Black now I think people are like, this is hardly king and black, like you can't get you know one or the other, and I do think that maybe because sword to me is a tougher sell. I think then a lot of the other X books and it is something that's, you know, it's in space. So it's out there, all that. It it makes sense to tie in to King and black, but maybe it'll also get some eyes on the book that normally wouldn't go in. And then maybe some people will buy it. Now I say that. And yet this issue is kind of, you said it's a manifold character study I've already seen reviews obviously because it came out a while but the idea that reviews a lot of them that are dissing this are saying you know if you don't know manifold you're not really going to care about this and the thing with us is we're going to be reading this.
1: that I'd say I, I really I just, disagree with that because my issue was we get this first story there was no characterization on any of these characters and I knew Brand, and that was basically it. And I'm like, okay, and there's a bunch of random mutants. So this is sort of exactly what I need. It's just a little bit later than well,
0: here's the thing, you know, well, issue one. I think they're going with the people going for the King and Black who wouldn't have read issue one either. And they get into this, and you almost think that it would be better served to have some you know, big deal going on, some you know, big – because I think that if somebody's not reading any of the X books or at least not reading this, and they go in as a King and Black tie-in – I think they're going to end up like, okay, that you don't really, really get a full out sword feel of this. You, you get manifold. Now, some things are mentioned and by the end, you do have things tying in, but those are even deeper dives than just surface level. Oh my God. Guy Rich is there. Oh my God. You know, Abigail brand finds out. Well, she has a, you know, contentious history with guy Rich. So it's a bigger thing than I think just somebody, a rando coming in and seeing that. Um, but, with us, I think it serves well, and this is kind of what I needed a bit. I'm not here for the King and Black stuff. I've had enough of that nonsense, yeah. and actually, all the other <laughs> King and Black stuff that I've been reading. And you encourage so me to read I'm, it, and
1: I still have not. So, yeah, I, <laughs>
0: I told you, and I tell everybody: if you're going to read it, read the main book, and then read yeah. Venom. Uh, that's what I would do. And some of the Venom, you know, you get an issue where you end up Eddie's falling off a building. The whole issue; it's a slow fall he he has there, but. Yeah, I don't mind this because it ends up it's not filling in a lot of the blanks you said, you know, but it's starting the idea. Plus, at the end, it actually has something that, you know, me and you in this whole hox pox and everything since it's a big thing with orcas, And so that's what I've been waiting for. And me and you have been talking a lot this week about. The X line. I ended up on Monday night on the thing losing my mind. I ended up saying, you know, everybody keeps telling me I have to read past and whatever. I'm not doing that. This is bullcrap. And then I said, I even (laughs) talked about it on the Wednesday show. I ended up then afterwards fuming and then talking to you pretty much at one point about to jump off a bridge and say, I'm done. I'm done with this. And then, oh, you just got you. You kind of said, again, I'm there yelling. I'm not going to go back and read. But in the back of my mind. I realized that I sound like a real prick, that I feel <laughs> like I'm saying, like, I'm not going to do any research, oh, I'm yeah. too lazy, which I yeah. am, but I, the, the thing is, I want to enjoy the books, so yeah. afterwards, I sat there, me and you were talking, and then, even without you even knowing, you ended up convincing me, you know, go read the stuff, so then I just said, screw it, I went and just looked online, the first thing that popped up, uh, that was basically, you know, some of the bigger x stories and then you said you'd read along with me and so we're we're doing it now and we're we're on our way um so the thing though is saying all that and then going to the sword the orcus deal at the end this is what i'm waiting and you said a lot of people are liking these books more because of the past stuff you get that thing that clicks in uh, oh my god that was because they did this or they had a fight then or they and uh finally i actually in just the mention of orcas and having manifold say to Abigail, "Hey, that thing with the sentry head around the the sun, yeah, yeah, that's that's going with Gyrich now, and they're gonna act." I'm like, "Okay, that's a click moment." And I was no, kind it's of great, excited. and now they're
1: they're referencing the recent history instead of what twenty, yeah, thirty years. That's ago, what I need. They need to do a lot of that. They could do some of the throwbacks to the to the old past, but. There's got to be people that, like yourself, jumped on with this alleged reboot, right, of the line. And so, That's, yeah. and how many and issues it Probably legend, hundreds.
0: Right? <laughs> I said it's been oh, probably a hundred. I'm starting to feel less and less in tune with it. It's starting to get away. And what's weird is you end up where people say, and you've said, you know, oh, you don't understand. Like, that guy and that girl, they ended up dating, but she went with Magneto, and then they went this, and then that was a clone and all that. But The idea, though, is in these books, I'm not even getting like that. Like what I want is to see because you have villains, everybody, Krakow is for all mutants. But I don't think that they're using that to the full advantage to make me interested to go back and read some things you had. You know what you ended up doing at the beginning of the Hellions book? That seemed like that as they were getting the team together and you had these ideas of this person hated that. But other than that, you're just kind of doing these like individual stories and then you get done and then it doesn't end in that book. It ends in the X book, but you want something bigger there. And it just ends up. I mean, even with the king of the uh, with Brew and all that, like we haven't gotten back to that. There's so many things left out there, but this issue gets. And there me hasn't at been least. a lot of actual character development, right? No, it's half always the time they just
1: throw a character on there, and you have like no idea what their personality is unless you've read you know 20 issues before. Exactly.
0: And I'm waiting that for that. Book. And it's and this weird. one is a,
1: a lot more focused yeah
0: this this issue I like because I don't really know much about manifold and It's funny realizing that i probably know more about him from the Black Panther book when I was reading that because he does mention it as he goes to see his uncle uh and you get the idea I mean even if it takes a whole issue just to let me know that he doesn't teleport he folds space and he's able to ask it and that's enough I actually you know you could probably say that at the beginning, but with that i I got it, and Al Ewing. There's one thing that bothers me, but here's the credits really quick. It's written by Al Ewing, art by Valerio Schaskitty, Ray Anthony, Hype, Bernard Chang, and Nico Leon, colors by Marte Gracia and colors by, uh, colors by Marte Gracia. I said letters by VC's Ariana Mayer, but we'll just go into this because we're going to go real quick since it's older. But the idea of that drives me nuts. Al Ewing has a fetish in this one for having people talk on the phone, but only hear the one line that is there and it actually threw me off at the beginning when you end up having manifold in space, and he's talking he's like i'm going out of signal range yeah for a second in command you're back up it's on the chart what gates i'm like what's going on here what is this conversation it makes no sense and then i'm like oh 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 he's reading but that's the problem is i don't really like that part there I don't even put one, one and two together to get anywhere because I, there's just names and I'm like, okay, I get it later. Irish yeah. does the same thing, but there yeah. I see, you don't want to know, you know, he doesn't want to reveal who's on the line or whatnot, but he does the same thing where God, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah camouflage too. And I'm like, why do you keep doing this? It's so, odd. Uh, but pretty much you have the whole world taken over by null. you end up having, you know, that big, symbiote cocoon around the earth and that's manifold is able to do his not teleporting but folding space to go down into Australia and talk to his uncle make sure everything's okay and there's where you get the some pages character are gorgeous. moments oh yeah they and there's tons it of art cool. I too. was like
1: man this is neat looking Four going artists space and-
0: it, don't yeah. you <laughs> think that's weird for a number three to already have four artists it's, it's odd to yeah, me but maybe it was fair. one of those where you had the book and then they, at the last second, wait, we're going to tie it into King, King in Black, and Black. So they yeah, have to so add some stuff. It's Something yeah. had to have gone on with it. But you end up, so Manifold's there, and he's talking to us. And you get that idea. He's Australian. You get the idea that, you know, he's a good guy who's one with the earth and he's, you know, all that sort of thing. And also that his uncle, they're worried about Krakoa. They think Krakoa might be leading them into bad things and warn them. If they try to make it do stuff, he's like, no, 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 Krakoa is fine. But then you go off to deep space. And and I want to say
1: before we go past that, I actually thought it was a pretty interesting conversation. And I really, it really hit home when the uncle was like, He's like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, they, they have a law that says respect the land. And he's like, yeah, if it's a law, they don't, <laughs> yeah,
0: they yeah, don't really yeah. believe it. And right? it's funny, like, too, just because laws. you get a lot of these mentions, uh, even later with Guyrich, who ends up saying, you know, there's a mole in short. It seems that Manifold has this unique ability to leave a conversation right before somebody does the zinger as <laughs> that he important. goes through. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they still have to make it a law. Uh And it's true. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, legitimately, you can say that about, like, a law against murder. This is something people shouldn't do. And, uh unfortunately, that's not the case. But you go to deep space and you go to the, you know, Xanax, French Jaguar. I can't even pronounce yeah. it. But yeah, This
1: part was a little, uh, it was, a little it stretch for me. I was like, it, uh, I don't
0: get this. The, the problem like, is, is that, care? okay, I guess it's setting up. This to be a threat later You know the idea that This prince and he ends up He's they're always at War he doesn't have a home doesn't have A planet this is why you end up Having manifold and the Krakowans going to him to say Hey can we kind of have your army you'll Come down you'll help the mutants all that But then tie it in with this idea of Sharing powers From the mutants and If you're really going to try have some better names for the mutants that are going unless they're giving false names that I'm not sure because I'm waiting for Bender to show up from Future On because there's <laughs> Burner. Burner has pyrokinesis, <laughs> and <lifter. laughs> right? And Lifter who has travokinesis. I mean really that, that's what we're going. And yeah, it almost were, feels. Oh, my gosh.
1: When, when we were in Slack, I totally missed that opportunity. Man. People are oh like, my who's God. your favorite ex-person? I Burner and in. lifter. Burner I mean, assistant. seriously. <laughs>
0: really, there's- and if this doesn't work out, we'll get puncher <laughs> and then kicker. Uh, because the idea now, there is a, a cool little deal here. Where I don't really know the idea he can take the powers that might kill them. And the idea that Manifold says, well, that's kind of what they're hoping for, obviously, because then they could be resurrected. They'll have yep. their powers back. If yep. they don't die and that, they're going to have to get killed to, to get yep. them. And so that's, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's one more <laughs> step. That's awful. So I and I thought that was a, kind of a clever little deal there. But this goes on for pages, pages to yeah. then have, you know, and this prince. What is he getting out of continuing the dupe? Because he must know what's going on. He understands they're going to do this for the powers. They understand that they're going to do it to go and team up to go get Null. Because again, he doesn't have a planet. So hey, you, you don't. Everybody else is, you know, buckling down and you know going in and, and defending their planet in case Null goes to get them. But he doesn't have that. So we're going to use you. And then at the end, he's like, "What? No, no, I'm not going. You want me to go against Null?" No, I want all to keep going because as he destroys planets, that just makes me bigger and better. And I go and I take that and you know get out of here. And the manifold gets pissed and yep. My siblings are planetary based, and so this is helping me and my yeah. Yeah, he even said them. that the idea that his sister ended up going and was going to take over this planet to kind of, you know, get a little more. And that planet was already destroyed by Null, which weakened her. He got that. It's just this roundabout deal of I'm like, why did we just waste the time with that? And I hope that it does come out and does play out later. It will. I'm sure it will be one of those where at a point it might be as little as as this guy needing help. And then I'm like, yeah. yeah, go screw yourself. I think or whatever. he gets taken
1: out at the very end.
0: Yeah. So, well, and we've got, yeah, he does
1: get killed. So yeah, we've got that splash page with all the other siblings. And so presumably if this comes back, there'll be, you know, whoever the champion yeah. is. That's and maybe it'll be all, the all of them
0: together teamed up against him and others. I don't know. And I really, I wasn't that concerned. And at that point, I'm like, really? Like, is this just to show that manifold can go into deep space and come back because, you know, you are giving people that info or whatever. But really, I think it's see- that
1: and the fact that S.W.O.R.D. is like brokering deals. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So then you end up going to the Alpha Flight Space Station, the office of Henry Peter Gyrich, and you end up having manifold come in. I thought this was cool. And you even get the personal notes from Abigail that talks about his abilities and things. And when he opens up that little portal deal to peek the eye in, it reminded me of like, that's the mutant power of being able to peek through like the painting in the library <laughs> that has the eye on. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he's listening in. And yeah. this is the big part where he hears Guy he's talking about getting the organizational chart of Orcus, which we then get. And also just all of the things with, you know, the problems with the mutants, uh idea where, okay, we have this null thing. It's a pain in the butt. It's kind of getting in the way of our plans right now. But let's just sit this out, see what's going on. That makes them bad already. They're just sitting yeah. and, you I, know, and, and doing that. I love the thing.
1: guy, Rich, of course, on the phone. They're like, did you print it out? And he's like, oh, I'm not a novice. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like on a clipboard. I know. Yeah, it's the just there. It's up.
0: <laughs> really, it's there. It's, he, he's like, uh, what's his name? Tom Holland. With the scripts and the the posters For the Spider-Man movies And so yeah, Yeah. he's like, okay And yeah, you end up having Manifold gets it through the portal And as he goes through You know, you end up Because he comes, grabs it And then he's going to jump through the thing And he's like, okay, Orcus, that's mentioned You end up finding out that Manifold hears that Because he says, very very soon the mutants Will show their hand in a big way And then Orcus is going to get a lot more New recruits So he's basically saying that the The mutants are going to do something big and people are going to be against it and then they'll join up. We have all this stuff going on. And then as Manifold goes through the floor, he's like, what, what? No, no, nothing specific. And again, this is that we only get his part, but I'm sure that is, what what are the mutants planning? Well, what are you talking about? Oh, no, nothing specific just yet, whatever. Exactly. Uh, My mole and sword only tells me so much. And that's very big on seeing that Manifold has gone through by them. He does not see it again. Five seconds. To, he's like the the <laughs> opposite of of a good power. He ends up leaving too early. Um, but then he goes in and tells Abigail Guyrich all this stuff. But Abigail says it's going to have to wait. We got a lot of problems going on here. We have this whole Null stuff. All this stuff going on. People need extraction. And then he ends up going and the rest of the Seward, you know, faculty, the the workers, everybody, all the mutants. They are taken over by Null who, as you end up having uh, Manifold go through there, he Noel is sitting there, which seems a little too personal for just this, but also just that they're hanging up all these, you know, everybody there. And it just seems like Noel, he'll send out, make you symbiotes, things like that. Plus, you know, this is outside of Earth. He's got a lot going on, but he seems very concerned to get this at least messing with you know, manifold. And yeah. when you have that red there. this would be the there. five, right? This should be when, in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, remember when they went and got him? And, and so the idea yeah. of this, you know, why didn't he just turn him into symbiotes right away? And, you know, he's there, you know, pretty much in person to do that, which is a little more personal touch than we see a lot of these tie-ins. But uh, other than that, I, I did like the art. I like seeing manifold. I'm not going to tell you I'm a huge manifold fan from this, but I know what's going on. He seems nice. Even even Abigail says he's a nice guy. You know, he doesn't do anything <laughs> wrong or whatnot. So, and we would yep. assume since what he was doing, he's not the mole. So at least you yep. can check that off as well uh, to go forward. But yeah, I I'd give this an eight, an eight. I think I almost went yep. up to an eight five, but I'm going to go eight.
1: No, it's definitely an eight five. But I enjoyed reading it, and it. Uh, Exceeded my expectations I think that's about where I end up with
0: And I think that you're good to go Because really they mentioned some stuff From you know King and Black But it it didn't really need to be and even with That some of these tie-ins, I said some of the better Ones uh, and and I'm saying Better if you're reading a book and it gets taken Over is the idea that you don't Know there he's Just a cosmic threat you know you could just Go with that and not really worry That much about it uh, to that point, but yeah, yeah, I so. think I've
1: got enough information here. He's what he's got a shield Dude, I'll around I'll the earth, and he's got a he's shield around beings. the earth, and
0: he's bad. He, he's, he's bad <laughs> he to the point, and he's Somewhere got I have the sound I've, effect. I got dragon. all those figured out. There we go. That's all you need to know. You just hit that, and we're good to go. <laughs> but thanks for joining me, Ruben. Uh, We finally got it done. I figure that the the next issue is going to be coming out the next week or so, so we had to get to it, but we'll be back to talk about that and other stuff as we continue to try to figure out our whole schedule. So Yeah, we got to talk about
1: aliens soon.
0: Yeah, that, aliens, and also maybe even talk a little about what we're catching up on. A little yes. recap of that stuff because I some do of the laugh at really every, good.
1: every one of these episodes. You're like, and we'll be caught up next week. Oh, wait. Nah, <laughs> we
0: never are, never <laughs> are with this one. Oh, uh, the Xbox, but yeah we'll, yeah, we'll continue on. So, uh, thanks everybody, and we will see you later.